And now, a word from our sponsors. Need a catch-up session on what you missed last week? Now you're listening to ArchD Radio, the podcast mix. ArchD Life FM, James here with you. Hope you're having a fantastic evening. For show number 500, this is our 500th Ooh. show. And the exclamation that you just heard in the background, I can't think of a better person that I'd rather be spending this 500th show with uh, than a member of my favourite Catholic music act of all time. <laughs> and that is that is no joke. I don't know if I've ever told you that, uh, Louisa, but probably my presence wow. in the front row at every concert I've ever been at of yours might imply that even when at do you remember at it was um i'll introduce you in a second but at australian catholic youth festival in sydney uh um, a few years ago but it was that day and it was so hot and that area that you were performing in was like this wood chopping area, yes. like it was the for and the it was Sydney just show. All sun, there was no shade at all. But there was one person sitting out there in the sun, get, trying to one get the front row fan. seat, like literally a mega fan. And that was me, Louisa oh. Daniels from Wollongong's Gus and Iggy. It is a pleasure to have Hi. you here today. How we doing? Very, very Thanks well. For having me. That's Great okay. Thank here. you very much for for being a part of the show and us coordinating our calendars in a way that yeah. has worked. We're going to be talking a, a stack about a stack of stuff today. There's there's not really enough time to get through it all, but I'm keen yeah. to really explore yeah. your um, journey, not just through. Um, um, music ministry and Catholic youth youth music ministry, which you've actually been a big part of, but also your work in youth ministry as well. We really want to kind of map that journey along the way, as well as hearing like a stack of of Gus and Iggy music through the ages, as well as a ton of other stuff, uh, including a bit of Harry Styles, you know, because everyone's getting very excited that Harry's coming. Are you going to Harry Styles? I wish. Oh, my gosh. I would love to. No. Not happening Love though. The album. Nah, I got kids now. <laughs> <laughs> not there is anymore. such a thing as getting dad to to mind the kids. I know, I know. I think I missed the tickets on that one actually. I, th- I think you had to be pretty quick. Anyway, yeah. Uh, also, Ava Max as well as Imagine Dragons. But we're going to kick this off from uh, the very first release that you did. This is from uh, the I Still Wired EP. This is Gus and Iggy with Ticket to Ride. You can get a bit of a, a, a sample of Louise's amazing voice on this one. Here we go. Night rolls over as we're walking our way. The air grows colder at the end of the day. Crash on couches, but our eyes are still wide. We could just sit here, or we could go for a ride. And time's on our side, and we've got the energy to live our free lives and chase out. But it'll work out just fine We got a ticket to ride 
hearts are endless and our bodies are young Drinks in fire at the shedding of the sun The wind blows softly and is singing our song The peaceful melody we shall not want And time's on our side And we've got the energy To live our free lives And chase after memories We fly and we fight On the train to the light But it'll work out just fine We gotta take it to ride that you do in that song, Louisa. Oh, that was Gus and Iggy ticket to write. And our very special guest today is Louisa Daniels, vocalist from uh, Gus Hello. and Iggy. Uh, it's it's wild. When you're getting to those bits where you go, I really want to flex, you know, as a vocalist. <laughs> like, what what's your approach to that when you really want to do that? Well, I don't think, particularly on our tracks, particularly on our tracks, I, my goal isn't necessarily to flex. Mm. <laughs> But I guess um, being a vocalist of your of your standards, yeah. you can. So it's it's almost like I. <laughs> how do you cope with the pressure I of going? Wouldn't. I can, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I just like to try and express what the song's saying. That's a lot of our when I'm vocally, I guess when I'm singing, particularly our Gus and Iggy songs, we're very intentional about making sure that the music expresses the lyrical content of the song. Like that's the goal, and kind of, you know, it's. Um, I think Lin Manuel Miranda said something about. Um, form follows content like the the form of the song should kind of yeah like represent the content as well um and so that's something i guess you know when i'm singing a song like when i'm singing with passion i guess yeah if that's kind of a way you would describe it you know those belty bits for lack of a better word um yeah it's it's that kind of like i guess 
trying to convey that passion that is present in the lyrics of the song. Does yeah, that brilliant. Sense? Oh, that makes perfect. Yeah. It sounded way better than the way I was asking the question. <laughs> anyway, it's because I'm a bit starstruck, Louisa. That's this is this is my oh excuse. My God, because if you only it. miss the opening of the show, um, Louisa Gussin from Gussinigi Gussinigi are definitely my favourite uh, Catholic group ever. And so wow. it's just a pleasure to have her here on our 500th show of Arch D. And we've got Such lots more Gus and Iggy music coming up uh, through the rest of the show. But let's go back a bit further than that particular track and and vocal runs and singing with passion on the whole i don't know if it all began there but for you that your your faith journey um as it was where did it kind of begin for you was it something you were born into um how did it kind of begin yes and no i think for a lot of people right we're kind of you know born baptized catholic kids um but for everyone, I feel like to be a, a Catholic or a Christian at all in the 21st century, you have to have a decision moment, you know? I feel like there's got to be a moment where it becomes your own, and that's definitely yeah. true for me. So I, yeah, grew up in church. My mum was REC at my primary school. God bless her heart. Um, so I was kind of that church kid from day dot. Um, but, yeah, only got involved in youth group because it was, you know, a social exercise really wasn't really sure if I believed in God, but kind of later on in high school had a moment of encounter myself that changed my life and had to, you know, admit that God was real because I, I knew him, you know, because I'd had that experience of, of God's presence and, you know, um, had that experience of knowing his love for me personally. Um, and so it became, I guess, a guiding force in my life. My faith became the guiding, the guiding force in my life around when I was uh, turning 18, um, yeah, right. and the school um, was kind of when that happened for me. Um, and it was pretty remarkable. Yeah. And what so. changed in that moment then? So it's like, uh, I, I don't want to ask personal questions because sometimes these moments no. can be very personal. I'm here for it. Let okay. Me tell so you. what will so happen? I guess the, like the end of school, I'd kind of been pretty one foot in, one foot out. I had uh, school friends who were pretty worldly and secular and I did a lot of drinking and partying and other things that didn't align with the faith. Um, but also was sort of trying to hang on to my church friends, but was having some big questions about the role of faith in my life and was really anxious and really stressed about the end of school and my life purpose and this kind of thing. So I was sort of avoiding my church friends because I knew they'd kind of see straight through me. Um, and anyway, ended up kind of um, at the end of school, I was, I was pretty lonely and isolated and feeling really scared about a lot of things. Um, and a friend just started asking me about, um, you know, what I believed spiritually. It was so random and out of the blue. And I'd kind of forgotten all these things. I'd forgotten these experiences that, that I'd had. I'd forgotten these encounters with God that I had. And it was just like I was standing on the beach at like 11 o'clock at night. And, you know, in the scriptures where it says the spirit of God hovered over the waters, it was literally like that. I can't explain it any other way. I'm just staring out there at just this vast ocean um, and just felt presence of God it hit me like a wave. I couldn't explain it any other way. And I kind of just knew that if I was going to find hope or any kind of purpose to my life that I had to try God, I had to try that relationship with God. Um, and, yeah, went to confession after Um and just had this deep encounter with his love for me when I kind of put all my sins in front of him and he said, I love you more than that in the sacrament. So, wow. yeah, that was kind of the turning point for me and, and had some friendships that really caught me and that I, um, yeah, kind of became 
really important friendships in my life and yeah we went from there so fantastic thank you so much for sharing that (laughs) and now Harry Styles and Gus and Iggy coming up very shortly, music-wise. But talking-wise, Gus and Iggy are coming up right now, kind of, one half of them anyway. Louisa Daniels is our very special guest here on show number 500 here on ArchD. So I can't think of a better person I'd rather be spending the time with than, um, you know, this incredible singer and artist and youth minister. Um, Speaking of youth ministry, um, Mm. Louisa, like when did you – realize you've kind of told us of this moment this um this real moment of change in your life this moment of encounter when you were 18 and um uh uh, you know felt you know this overwhelming presence of god one late night when you were standing on a beach when did you realize that actually not just the experiential idea or the journeying idea for yourself was going to be a big part of your life but the ministering to others when did that really kind of become something that you went, this is going to be yeah. something that's going to be very present for me moving forward? Well, I feel like it's sort of almost one and the same. When you have an experience like that, you have to talk about it, right? Anything that you think is amazing. Like my parish priest was talking the other week about how much he loves Collingwood Football Club and he will tell anyone who'll <laughs> listen how much he loves Collingwood Football Club. And you're in Wollongong, and- right? Um, I'm actually living in Sydney now. Oh, in Sydney. Yeah. Okay. Either yeah. way, I can't see that going down too well. I know. It did not. It did not, as you can imagine. But, um, you know, anything that you love, you talk about. And I think that was definitely the case for me. I just wouldn't shut up about it, really. And so um, in terms of actually working in youth ministry, sort of kind of, I had a sense that that was maybe something I wanted to do from when I started really learning about my faith that I wanted to share this with other people because I needed other people to know. Um, But then a year after that, so when I was kind of 19, which is actually 10 years ago this year, which is terrifying. Um, Anyway, I volunteered for Youth Mission Team Australia, which is a missionary organization of volunteers. And I moved to Perth for the year to uh, run retreats and reflection days in Catholic high schools and share the love of Jesus Mm -hmm. that way, which was amazing Um, and really set my heart on fire for youth ministry. And from there, I, uh, yeah, kind of really felt like that was something I was called into. I came back and I started studying a theology major in my arts degree uh, and then work, started working in youth ministry in Wollongong Diocese and went from there into various different roles. Um, yeah, it just made sense for me to to share the thing that changed my life and hope that it changed others too. So when you were over in um, Perth, um, mm. you must have just done so much stuff and, and met and, yeah. and worked with so many young people. Is there any like one moment in particular that stands out in your time over there? Oh, gosh. I feel at the end of every maybe not one specific, but in, at the end of every retreat day that we did, we had what we call a candle ceremony, which is where we in, invite these young people to just open their hearts to God. And, and you know, we share a story um, of how God's worked in our lives and we invite them to say yes and to just open up to a relationship with God. And we invite them to kind of signify that by lighting a candle and placing it in front of a picture of Jesus. And so I just have hundred memories of kind of sitting at the back of the room and just watching a hundred high school students go up and voluntarily grab a candle and place it in front of a picture of Jesus and light that candle and say as a sign of their yes. And it is, I'm still getting goosebumps just talking about it now because it's an incredible thing to watch. And I actually also um, later on then 
managed the youth mission team in Wollongong for a year. So I was the boss lady of my volunteers. And that's um, actually so a big deal because YMT is a big amazing. deal. Like it's a really big deal. <laughs> not not just in, in I know it's I based out of Wollongong, but it's it's a nationally yeah. it's a, it's a, it's it's like, you know, yeah. less ones like people know probably net more. But um well, YMT is 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 huge. Yeah, different places. Yeah, yeah. Net and YMT both do very similar ministries in different places and so we work together and we love each other. Um but yeah it, it's we've worked in in various parts of the country so we've had teams in Perth we've had teams in Adelaide in Wollongong Sydney and Melbourne so yeah I yeah volunteered in Perth and worked in Wollongong which was awesome wow yeah that's I huge. loved it I love what the team does <laughs> hey this is Emma hi I'm Zach hey everybody this is Matt Morris. that's Tom that's Riley and now this is Arch Deacon Archie Radio 107 Louisa Daniels from Gus and Iggy, who was our very special guest on the show today. Um, now, before we get into some more music, um, we're going to play You Are My Hope from the uh, Jonah uh, album. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me appreciate what you're talking about in terms of, you know, working for YMT and being over in Perth and then running it in, in, in Wollongong, plus all the music, plus all the touring, plus everything. <laughs> Sometimes, like... It's the little things that are the real highlights and the real standouts, you know. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily have to be the big things, uh, even though the big things can be really, really amazing. Sometimes when we live out our mission, it's always oh, – yeah. it reminds us why that is. But if you did have to pick, there's no shame in it being a big thing, like a big festival concert or something like that. But for you, what has been the highlight for you so far down this oh, journey? that's very easy. Is it? Um Releasing our EPs is obviously a huge one, but the one moment that stands out the most for me is ACYF in Perth. So in okay. December 2019, straight before lockdown, I was five months pregnant with my wow. little girl um, and we led worship for adoration in front of 6,000 young people wow. on my birthday, no less. Wow. Um, and we Dude. got to sing our song, Holy is the Lamb, in adoration uh, and then lead worship. And I... We'll never, ever forget that. That is just, um, yeah, as far as Gus and Iggy goes, the absolute kind of, yeah, best ever. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. As that's, that's what we feel called to do, you know. That's what we feel like we're made for is to kind of write these songs for the church and give the church um, songs to sing. And so to be able to do that uh, in that way and to lead worship, that's something I feel made for. And so it was just deeply fulfilling in yeah in a way that nothing else has been so that's definitely the Gus and Iggy highlight for me okay so we're definitely going to now have to swap the song out we can't have you are my hope anymore because you have just referenced well you've just referenced holy (laughs) is the lamb and I really would love people then especially people non-catholic people especially who may not have had a chance to experience adoration it's it's a it's a very catholic thing it's a very old school thing but it is the kind of like it's the ultimate in um, 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 silent and uh, in, in reflective prayer where um, a, you know, the wafer that um, um, the Eucharist, as, as we call it, is is kind of put in the to- in, in the front of the altar in, in, a, in something that's called, it's an it's un- unfortunate name called a monstrance, monstrance. But, but it's really like a holder. It's like a holder for it, but the, it's really yeah. amazing looking, almost looks like a sun-like thing. I like to consider it like a throne for Jesus because if we believe that Jesus is present in the Eucharist, which we do, 
yes, and the monstrance right. is like his throne, right? It's, oh, it's how I we kind of we give him the highest seat, and it's just a way of adoring the Lord and of, of worshiping him, which and, I really love. And I remember, you know, in especially when you're doing those big festival ones as well, where it's thousands and thousands of people, it's it's a remarkable mm-hmm. moment, and, and adoration can go on yeah. for a very long time. Usually at the festivals, they don't do a hugely long one no, because no, no, it's no. a but sometimes you know quite often um, it'll yeah. be an hour plus. Uh, a plus and the people can sometimes do really long adorations but um, it's it's a moment of beauty and contemplative uh, uh, yeah. worship and you really do feel the Lord. spirit of, of the Holy Spirit in the, the spirit of the Holy Spirit oh. in the room with you um, and I can see that yeah. Holy is the Lamb would be just such a perfect song for that as well so here's a bit of a, a bit of a taste of what that might have been like here is Holy is the Lamb by Gus and Iggy here on Life of Him We come to you as spread out a feast we humbly fall before you you meet us on our knees and we cannot comprehend this that your mercy would surprise each and every sin extraordinary Sing holy. 
Louisa Daniels from Gus and Iggy is our very special guest here tonight. And it's just been an amazing story so far, Louisa. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And if you've only just joined us here on the radio show, um, jump onto our podcast because then you can hear all of this and you do not want to miss any of this. Trust me, this is pretty (laughs) wild. Uh, We're getting to that part of the show where we um, have a bit of a reflection on what the Sunday Gospel of the Week is um, and just kind of use that as a way of kind of like seeing where that kind of plays out in our own lives and our own experiences, I suppose. We actually have a pretty knockout gospel this week, which is pretty cool, which is um, uh, some would refer to it as Matthew 5, 1 to 12, but it's the one that everyone knows is the Beatitudes reading. It's the one where he talks about the Beatitudes, Jesus does. We we often have our favourite Beatitude, like it's one that Mm. really does resonate. Is there one that resonates with you, Louisa, and why that would be? A big one that helps me is blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because mm. I think I see a lot of things and I'm like, oh, that's not right. I, I struggle with injustice in a big way. Mm. I really struggle with things that I'm like, oh, this is just wrong. It like what sort unfair. of things? What sort of things? Yeah, I hunger and thirst for righteousness. Oh, you know, um, oh, great, like evil, things that are just, you know, injustice. How do I explain? I... There must be something that leaps to mind when you say that. Like yeah, clearly you, you, yeah. you, you're passionate about the idea of encountering injustice and that that's wrong. I think it's things that, to be honest, things that seem unjust in the lives of my friends is a big thing. So yeah. I have a friend, for example, who was hit by a car and was injured and lost his job as a result. And I'm like, that just seems unfair, yeah. you know? That just seems unjust to me. Um, or, yeah, things like that that I just... I, I, that things that happen to my friends that I find really difficult. I, I hunger and thirst for righteousness, you know, for things that I'm like, oh... Being doing right by people. Do you know what I mean? I, feel like I, I totally do. And I th- in my everyday life, more than big justice issues. And I think we get a sense of um, of, of of a real understanding of right and wrong. And I think yeah. you know the scriptures are really wonderful in that they give us a roadmap to understand that feeling better yeah. through through Jesus's life and and talking about going. You know, some things are just right because they are, and some things are just mm. wrong because they go against our fundamental nature of being. Yeah, and it it puts well, words to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think that's that's probably one that sticks out to me at the moment because there's. Yeah, things like that. I I've, I often feel really like, yeah, I get angry on behalf of my friends when I feel like they are hard done by. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I'm like, one day they shall be filled. Maybe that's really vengeful of me. Maybe I need to work on that. <laughs> you know, but we we, yeah, we got to yeah, get we got to get into a song, um, Louisa. And because of the mm. fact that we had to do a little bit of a switcheroo with the last one, I'm going to let you pick which one it is that we're going to oh, do next. God. So. Which which is yeah, the one that, that so is, is the most pressure. okay? So we had before we were going to play "You Are My Hope," yeah, but we also have that. "Nothing Conquers" also in the mix as well. Oh, 
Which one? Which one do you feel? I guess the closest oh, let's to do at the moment. Conquers. Okay, let's can you tell us a bit conquers. of the story about um, that song and how that came to be? Yeah, so Maz and I wrote that one when we were living together in a share house. Actually, before I got married, I was living with Maz and another friend of ours called Bridget, um, and we were. I think it was a song of defiance and maybe, maybe this is kind of actually relevant to that yeah, uh, right. scripture about righteousness because it was a song of um, defiance and feeling so weighed down by fear and anxiety and kind of things that seemed not right in the world and that kind of thing. And it was a song of declaring that nothing conquers the light, that God is bigger than all of that. Um, and surrendering and submitting to him um, in that context, which is kind of what the bridge, Bridget, our friend Bridge, wrote the bridge, which we enjoy. There you saying, go. That's funny. Um, yeah, and, and it kind of embodies that commitment. Your friend, Jesus, your friend Chorus Jesus is probably in very high demand, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we love that song. Brilliant. This is Nothing Conquers by Gus Anigi. You're listening to RHD on Life of Him.
Nothing conquers the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Gus and Iggy here on Arch D on Life FM. Louisa Daniels from Gus and Iggy has been our very special guest in the last hour. If you've only just joined us, please jump in and listen to the catch up on the podcast version wherever you get your podcast. Just look for Arch D Radio. It's all there. Uh, Louisa, thank you so much. What's kind of next, I guess, for you? Um, We just had a little bit of a chat before we started today. And you were saying that you and Maz, um, you are starting to get back into it now. You've got post-kids being born. Post-kids. So we took a bit of a break. I I had, well, yeah, there was the pandemic. So that kind of put a lot of things on pause. And I had two babies. So I was kept quite busy during that time. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, you know, my kids are in daycare and I've got, a bit more of an opportunity to work in music. So I'm working in various different music areas and kind of platforms, but one of them is Maz and I are starting to get back into writing, which is very exciting. We are beyond excited about that. Um, And hopefully, yeah, doing some gigs around different places. We'd love to travel around to different parts of the country. We'd love to talk about worship. We'd love to, um, yeah, serve the church however we can. So we are back in business. So. Well, we would love Very to have exciting. you over here. We've just got to try to like get you our ducks in a row that. and make that happen. Yeah. So it was oh, great because when I first, my first time I met you guys and the first time I saw you guys was um, uh, at ACYF in Adelaide. And I would have loved yes. to have spent more time seeing you guys perform, but I was kind of a little bit tied up oh, with a bunch of other stuff as the uh, coordinator of the festival of that year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll try to make it happen and uh, and that would love be wonderful. To. Louisa, thank you so much. And um, I will me. catch you soon. Awesome. It'll be wonderful. We yeah. are here with HD Radio every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to Life FM for more of your music and we will see you in a few days. Bye. See y'all later.